Welcome everyone to the Blake Griffin show. We've rebranded, we've changed everything. This is now a podcast about Blake Griffin appreciation, what he likes to eat for lunch, what his favorite beer is, what kind of car he drives, that's what we're talking about. Uh Siddharth Mehta unfortunately was not uh, on board with this uh, seismic change in the podcast. So it'll be his final episode. Bit of a fond farewell. Siddharth Mehta, what's up? Uh yeah, so sorry man, the bubble was too much for me. Uh so <laughs> I am stepping down from my duties as podcast co-host uh, and uh, I'm going to just stand by while the Blake Griffin show comes out from the ashes or something that I had worked on for many months. Uh, we thought that we were going to go pretty far in the playoffs this year, but uh, wasn't meant to be. And yeah. uh, no racism exists in Boston. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, you are taking up a production position and you will find another uh, nice Maru boy to take your spot. Uh, I believe yeah. that's what you're, <laughs> uh, you're going to do. I've been, uh, yeah, that's what I've been working on. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. right, let's let's dive into it. Uh, let's start with the game that just happened this morning. Um, the Bucks versus the Nets. James Harden went out in the first minute. I mean, we'll, we'll get to Blake, of course. We're gonna appreciate Blake as of we do every time are. he every time he has a dunk. We we go on a fifteen every minute time. It's a shit. You like <laughs> talk about it. All right, but first up, how worried about, are you about this Harden injury, man? He's gone for an MRI, um, oh. and it's a hamstring. It's the same hamstring as the right yeah. hamstring. Yeah. Uh, he lost about 20 games this season to that hamstring. How yeah. worried are you? I am very worried. Um, even if it's not as bad as the original injury, and let's hope it's not, because he's been really good. Especially because it's a recurring hamstring injury on the yeah, same leg, yeah. You have to say ten days, yeah. You have to, like, okay, okay. Let's assume that like medical protocol doesn't exist, and we can like inject steroids and horse splits placenta into his uh, <laughs> hamstring and miraculously cure it. It would still take five days. Yeah, no, you know. I mean that it's a recurring injury, but as soon as he went for that right hamstring, you could you could almost see the collective groan of that stadium. Like you could almost mm. hear it happen. You that can't you can't injuries. hear it because they have about eight fans. So <laughs> yeah, so it's it. a growing fan base, though. Have you noticed how quickly that fan base is growing? That's because they keep uh, putting players from the bench in street clothes and putting them in the stands. Like. <laughs> Marcus is there. He's there in the crowd, uh, serving out the rest of his contract. Um, but yeah, do you think without Harden, and now let's just assume that it is the worst case scenario, that it is a recurring hamstring injury on that same fucking hamstring, um, never a good sign, never something that's just like, oh, he'll be fine. It's a day to day. It's not a day to day. He's gonna be. He's gonna be out for a while. Uh, yeah. If that is the worst case scenario, do you think they have enough to take on the Bucks? Let's let's yeah. micro it down. They have enough in theory, but uh, it's now going to be a much closer series. I I actually had them a little bit ahead because like their offense was just going to be enough, I thought. And you saw today, it still was. But the problem is, uh, it's also because the Bucks didn't hit their shots and they yeah. didn't make enough adjustments. Like the- I think even the Bucks were caught off guard by the injury because they were planning for Harden and then he's not yeah. there. So they didn't like... You know, this that is one definitely of those changes weird times. Yeah, that definitely changes. Yeah. You, like, if when a superstar goes out and suddenly the rest of the team does well, that's also because the game planning didn't exist for that superstar yeah. not to be there. And, so, and on, the Bucks are the Bucks, famously inflexible. I mean, yeah. Mike Budenholzer <laughs> yeah, has to like Mike Budenholzer would have like sunk the Titanic. You know, like he yeah. needs to see something coming away two games away, then he'll be able to like prepare for it. No, like for a for a soccer match, he's still running around with the ball in his hands. There's no way to change Budenholzer's mind. But also, just yeah. to, just to uh, amplify a point about the threes, uh, the Bucks missed about eleven in a row uh, yeah. in that first half. So it, it was a bad shooting night for them. It was it a was terrible a shooting night. Super I think Chris bad. Middleton night. had a bad game. Um, Holiday didn't make smart shots. Like I think they yeah. the problem is Milwaukee underestimated Brooklyn's defense. Because I saw the amount of... Like, Brooklyn had more blocks than Milwaukee. Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd that happen? Like, or I think it was the same. Maybe I I didn't, like, catch the final number. But, like, Nick Claxton and Kyrie blocked Giannis. <laughs> you see that? 
ฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะ
Uh, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I don't think it's going to last very long, but I think it's going to be a fun matchup to watch while it does. I don't know. I don't know. Joel Embiid is still very injured. I hmm yeah, but I I think maybe it's what uh, what's his uh, injury timeline right now? I don't think it's that long. Yes, but it's Joel Embiid with an injury. Like, come on, yeah, that means there's a well, second not, injury. Yeah, it's like, not a terrible one. I, I think it's, it's a he's, small meniscus tear, but that means he can't jump well. Joel Embiid jumping at 50% is better than most centers in the NBA. Like, let's be real. And I think it's enough oh, okay, for the Hawks. Okay, but that just means he's going to tear the rest of his meniscus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell you here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Hawks are very talented. They have a lot of scoring. I agree. I look. I'm not. I'm not throwing any shade on the Hawks. Uh, absolutely not. But I think the 76ers, if Joel Embiid does come back, that is looking like a freight train sometimes, man. With the size I mean, the that Haw- they okay. have on the court. Let's just just talk about how the Hawks killed the Knicks, man. That yeah. was awesome. I loved it. That was think, so good. I think it's amazing the way Trey has absorbed this villain tag so beautifully. He's done it, he's done it on the biggest stage. He's not uh, a villain though. I mean, He's if you taunt Knicks fans, it's fine. We all do it. Yeah, and it's fine. That's what it's great to have that. It's I, and again, how wonderful to watch. Aside from the horrible antics that the fans were doing, otherwise, how wonderful to watch that happen in a stadium again, dude. Yeah, it's been it was two great. years since it that's happened. Great. It's been. Yeah. I would argue it's been much more than that since there was actual like villainry in the in the air. Like there was actual yeah. taunts being thrown around because yeah. the Warriors, uh, Cavs finals and all would be just more like, hey, here's uh, here's a respectful series aside from the Draymond groin punch. So ever yeah. since then, I don't think we've really had drama in a finals. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So a drama in a stadium, I meant, of course. Uh, so I think this was fantastic to watch from Trey, and I think he had a phenomenal. Even even Derek Rose uh, talking yeah, about Derek him as, D. Rose as a phenomenal roll back the years. It was awesome to watch. Yeah. I was happy for him, but the Knicks, I think they let themselves down a little bit. Yeah, they. I think uh, I think they had the better regular season, but I think the Hawks really picked up after coaching change and all. They were on that upswing. Uh, yeah. It was always going to be a difficult matchup. I don't. I don't think the Knicks would have picked. Yeah, the Hawks the had Hawks more talent, clearly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we knew that. We knew that going... But I think that it was just the first half of the season that let the Hawks down. After the coaching change, it just... it it The the floodgates opened for them. So, I, I, I'm not surprised by that result. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, really happy for Trey. I, but I don't think it's going to... They, they're going to cover past the 76ers if Joel Embiid is back. Even if it's by game two. I'm okay with game one. Maybe they lose. Whatever. I'm still think Philly at home court is, is, a, is a better bet. Mm. But even if Joel comes back by game two, it's fine. It's a five-game series. It's a gentleman's sweep, I think. I don't think he's going to go yeah. to six, to be fair. Maybe. We'll, we'll see some great we'll Trey see. games, though, and I'm happy to watch them. I'm, I mean, six. let's see it. Let's see what happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the next nice one uh, that I'm excited about is uh, Phoenix-Denver. Oh, th- I think now that's an interesting series to me. It's a matchup right there. Yeah, that it's is... A uh, let's see what Aiton's got. Let's yeah, see Yeah, because he's going to have his hands full now. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, all this, Aiden probably the player of that series for the Suns. I mean, not not in a, a scoring sense or a stats sense, yeah, but yeah. really just in a performance sense. How how far he leveled up from the yeah. shit that people were talking about him. How far he jumped up in that Lakers series. But this is the MVP. <laughs> that's, who that's who he's going to yeah, go against. Exactly. There's exactly. no hiding here now. There's no, uh, you know, Mark Gasol minutes. This no, is MVP isn't. shit. What do you, how, do you, how do you think the Suns team is going to do against the Nuggies? I actually favor the Suns on this one. I mean, it's, wow. I, it's pretty. It's it's clear that they have. I, I mean, they dispatched the Lakers. They, they, that was a tough series, uh, and uh, they, they, everyone counted them out. So they already sort of have gone further than their expectations. Uh, and I see them going. I I think the Suns have every chance to go as far as they can here. Like they can actually just make it all the way to the finals if things break right for them. Uh, and it starts with this Nuggets team because the Suns clearly have more scoring. So the Nuggets are going to really, really have to pick up their game here, defend well, and take their shots. Because otherwise, I think the Suns can get away with this. Uh, especially with Chris Paul gaming them. I don't think they have enough guards to throw at Booker and Paul, you know. so That is true. If it's if it's the the front court, I I think that's more evenly matched. They have enough guys over there, but uh, I think the Suns have enough weapons to really put them away. So that that's going to be a really fun series. I think that's going to be the one for me to watch in the West, um, because 
they they are uh i want to see what the suns team does i i want to see what happens next with them yeah uh and like you said the mvp is playing so he's always up for something that's what like, and and that's what's exciting to me because it's a, it's a great spot to, however this flies right so a for, for nikola jokic yeah he's lost jamal murray so i don't know if do we really blame him if he goes out in the semifinals i don't know not you know really. that that nugget team was so. doing I, really I mean, well before we we look at his previous series against portland he's shot 50 40 yeah, 90 yeah yeah he was phenomenal i uh, mean, and you can tell we are going to talk about damian lillard and his heroics but like jokic was doing some stuff man yeah. like Did you see that pass he made to uh, Michael Porter Jr to get that three in second overtime? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a wild pass, He's man. He's was an so, incredible he, guy. He was in the mid-range and uh, he had the defender on his back. One of his players uh, so he's on the strong, on the right side of the court. So he, he, it's over his left shoulder he's looking. And um a player's cutting to the rim and obviously the defender's cutting late. so that they can uh steal it but the the defender on the far corner hasn't properly covered michael porter junior so jokic kind of in one motion fakes towards the player going to the basket but floats it over the defender into michael porter junior's hands i was like that's a magic trick yeah you know it went high high i was like oh he's not going to catch it he's not going to catch it actually he didn't really have to jump even It went straight into his hands, like fully extended, and then he dipped into it and shot the ball. And I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> First of all, good shot, Michael Porter Jr. He's been great from three towards the end of that series. But like, ah, oh, man, that pass, that vision, like that cracked the Blazers. You know, they were just yeah. like, "Yo, we can't touch this guy. He keeps finding things." Yeah, I think so. And I, yeah. I do think a lot of that series was. for the blazers perspective it was largely dependent on lillard just having these insane games to keep them in it and even i think one of his best performances of his career probably uh wasn't yeah. enough to keep them in that uh game 5 i think yeah it was game 5 um but i i do think that even and what's interesting about this to me like we said right we, we're not going to blame jokic if he gets knocked out but we are going to celebrate deandre ayton if he can even make jokic a little bit uncomfortable if he can yeah. at least Push Jokic back to eighty percent. Look at Yusuf Nurkic in this series. He basically fouled out of four games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you you need to be better than good as a uh, central uh, defender at center because this yeah. guy's just gonna get you. You know, um, if if Jokic wants to try this against Gobert, I don't think it would work as well because Gobert is that good. But like. Now Aiton's going to have to show us like am I is he a better center than Nurkic in defense for instance so right. yeah uh, it, it, this a, is uh, DeAndre Aiton can really make his name here yeah and I think I just think if if Chris Paul is is back to some kind of fitness above 90% above 85 that percentage is a complete idiocy <laughs> but uh, if he's back to some kind of, man that's going to be a great series to watch as well because it's basically going to be the tactical mind of Nikola Jokic versus the tactical mind of Chris Paul which again is a fantastic battle to watch so yeah it's it's a really nicely matched series because you're watching you're going to watch some incredible plot lines play out more than anything else i think some storylines going to play there Anything else interesting said out of the semifinals? I mean, we don't have we don't have the next one. We I mean, one we yet. don't have the last do you want, spot do you want because to, do you want to predict it. We have to... okay. Let's just quickly talk about how the Utah Jazz just cleaned up nicely over there uh, and yeah, have got yeah. their ducks in a row. I think we, uh, they, I think our predictions ready. were right for that then, right? Because yeah, it four ended one, five, four it. one. Yeah, yeah. So they did win four in a row. Uh, d- d- they look good, man. They look good. So I think this uh, whoever comes out of the the series, the next series we talk about. they're going to be in trouble because they the the jazz are going to be rested ready in form shooting well donovan mitchell's looking really good uh conley i think that's the real problem because he's injured again you know hmm. so yeah uh, but i think that could be an issue the jazz just have a huge advantage of like going seven games in the first round and then coming into round uh, into the semifinals against a team that's won in five it's a huge especially against a well-oiled machine like the jazz 
yeah. um, as opposed to these two teams, the Mavs and the Clippers, who constantly like they're trying to figure shit out on the fly. Like the Mavs are just constantly trying to figure out, okay, how much can I get out Tim Hardaway? What can, where can I hide Porzingis on offense? Like, what can I fucking do? Is there a screen that I can put is in front Jaylen of him? Is Jalen Brunson a superstar? Yeah, is he my next <laughs> max guy? Like, and, yeah. and on the other hand, the Clippers just sort of, how much more can Kawhi do for me? Let's figure it out. Let's see how this yeah. goes. How uh, little can Paul George do? Let's and us uh, get away with it. I mean, Paul George was <sighs> okay. My favorite stat of this is like the home team hasn't won yet. Yeah, it is an <laughs> like, incredible series. It even make I sense. love it. This like, is the definition of two these teams two who teams, don't have their shit together. Leave it to these two teams to defy convention <laughs> in the stupidest way possible. Like it's it's incredible. Like Luka Doncic is kind of a superhero at this point. I think. He's hit he's hit some other levels. Like this is that first season before they become a superstar. Of course, LeBron had such a good first season before he became a true blue superstar to the teams of the finals. But I yeah. think Doncic is having pretty close to that season before the superstar season. I think uh, so too. Of yeah. course, we discussed that the Mavs may not be able to give him that superstar season next year because of all the problems they have. But this is as close as someone gets to just being like, I'm here now. I'm in the top five. Fuck everybody else. I've earned my place in the top five. Yeah. Um, this is about that. I I am... I mean, I live for this match. Like, this is the stupidest matchup of the entire thing. Every game has been bonkers. The Clippers should have won game four. Like, Terrence Mann, you're at the rim. Throw the ball off the glass into the bucket. Uh, <sighs> you're worried about Luka guarding you from behind? He's not that good. At guarding people from behind. Like, goddamn. That ridiculous so, Kawhi shot in game five. Where yeah. he just tossed it, two hands in his face and he just airballed it. He still had yeah. three seconds left on the clock, by the way. There was a rebound. The rebound yeah. was held on to. Two dribbles and then the clock ran out. Which is why Rondo almost fucking smacked him in the face by the look of it. It's... It's insane. Kawhi, of course, immediately redeemed himself in Game 6 without being an absolute monster performance. Yeah, like that guy's a sick person. He's he's got a twisted mind. He truly is. So that game, uh, as as of this recording, is about five hours away. Yeah, so I'm going to be up. I guess. I'm going to at least catch the first half unless I doze off. All right. Uh, So Uh, those are our previews. Now, I I, I think the Clippers are going to go through, by the way. Okay. Before, yeah. Uh, I agree with you. As much as I hate to admit it, and I didn't want to do the prediction because I would have to pick the Clippers, but I am picking the Clippers because I think between the home court, between Kawhi, like if if he's this is his last three games, I think yeah. he's got another one in him for sure. And this is kind of where Kawhi might be able to feast. I think is this yeah, game so. seven at home. You know, maybe Paul George like play has an average game, dude. <laughs> I don't My know. Man. Maybe he. Maybe he manages you know, to... You said his name, so now he's going to play badly. <laughs> All right, yeah. So now, those are the winners, or the probable winners in that last case. Yeah. Let's talk about the losers. Now, for the first time in some obscene statistic, both finalists from the previous year have been knocked out in the first round. This hasn't happened in, in decades, right? Uh, one of them, of course, um, one of those people who got knocked out in that first round, has it, that hasn't happened to him in 14 years. LeBron James got knocked out along with the Lakers in round one. Sid, thoughts? Uh, I think simply put, Anthony Davis got injured and they weren't that good. Yeah, um, I... I think uh, I think a lot of those moves just didn't work out for them. Um, they didn't. Drummond uh, predicted Drummond, some. We yeah. didn't predict others, but yeah. Drummond just didn't didn't have enough of a game. Uh, didn't really have. He didn't really have a he didn't fit. game at all. I mean, he just he wasn't fit fitting there. Yeah. I think Schroeder had some moments. Schroeder I think, was a humongous disappointment. Yeah, he humongous. had only moments. Like there were times when oh, Schroeder's going on a run. Remember that? Uh, remember that uh, game uh, six where Schroeder went on a run for about a bit, trying to chase down that Sun score when they'd got it down from, I think, 20, that 20-point lead to 11. Schroeder yeah, had a great well run there. Yeah. Uh, great defense from Schroeder at times, but yeah. just not enough. Like, that's the whole thing when you're the third guy. You have to step up if that second guy steps out. That's the whole point. But he's point. not a third guy, clearly. 
and that's the that's the problem they don't have a yeah. functioning third third person on that court the, that the was rondo off, that was that, rondo yes i agree you know i completely agree and, and uh, that's what we were saying right like i said shrudo would be really good really good if they had somebody else playing point with him like playing like handling the ball because shrudo's a he doesn't create so much by himself like he does if he gets an iso he can make something happen but like he's not he, he's not a star right yeah. he's not a yeah. player that can control a game he, he has spurts like you just mentioned but like it's not the same right it's not like he can just like devin booker just explode for 20 points when he wants to it's not going to happen with this guy um Rondo can control the game. Rondo can play with AD. He can play with LeBron. He can play with the bench guys. You know. Yeah. So he knows what to do in these situations, and these other guys, they just just don't. Mark Gasol is very much past it. I think we can all say that with certainty, and I don't mean it in a bad way. Like he's still doing his Mark Gasol things. It's just not as valuable. for a team like the lakers and it's increasingly less valuable today he would have been really good on the warriors he didn't go because he thought yeah. he'd win a championship with the lakers but he's exactly the kind of guy that should be on the warriors cuz they need a passing center and that's him like no one's asking him to do more than that Th- this team had two athletic centers in dwight and javel when they won the thing and they got rid of them and they got two other centers who just didn't fit their style of play and they got montrez and i told you then montrez is just not great you know he's yeah. not a good player he's not a playoff player he's a luxury player in the regular season he gets way too much money and he he can't switch on to anybody in defense he can score but like people will let him score you know like he's good for 12 to 14 points i get it but like he's not a factor you know yeah So it was actually an upgrade for the Clippers to lose him. Yeah, no that's fair. I I completely agree there. Um but now what do you think the Lakers do next? All right? So let's let's talk about some contract actually, situations. Before that, hmm. LeBron. Well, uh, I think he's more concerned with Space Jam. <laughs> he is actually honest. more concerned with Space that's Jam. That's that was his post-match press conference. Yeah, go on. He, yeah. Um can I give you a statistic? Sure. LeBron had twice as many threes attempted than play, uh, than free throws. Wow. Is that a is that like a first for him? It is the first time that's been nice. Yeah. yeah. Shit. And um I just saw this cuz somebody was making a video on YouTube and they they mentioned it and I I thought to myself that is incredible. And um you know if you look at the careers of of Kobe and Michael Jordan and stuff like that they stopped getting free throws when they got older and got less effective basically so i think we can finally start having the discussion he is slowing down he's like this was proof yeah but also an injured season right we've never seen him we've never seen him injured we've never seen him injured for an ex- extended period of time and this right. was that season right? right now but let's not we've never away... seen him injured is also I know I know but that's also you've had you've had an insane amount of time where you've had great injury luck and sometimes injury injuries are luck right as much as it is physicality and everything else you do you do sometimes land wrong you do sometimes uh, turn an ankle right now i think a lot of the slowing down that uh, lebron james has gone through this season could be attributed to injury i'm sure there's some slowing down like if we really look at the last 5 years i'm sure there's been a dip in the last two but this particular season i feel like that injury really hampered him immediately coming back to an anthony davis less team also really hampered him i think that the, the last two months just usually the last two months of that season go perfectly to lebron's plan this is one of those extremely rare seasons this and the, that final cavs season where it just nothing went to plan those last two years it just all went to shit okay but you have to also remember that he just didn't play his game yeah and you know? that's what i'm saying that's uh, exactly he, what i'm saying that okay, it, none but, of that went to none of that went to plan none of none of that could be shipped into place could be fitted his fitness his overall health 
Uh, Anthony Davis not being there for streaks at a time. Anthony Davis having a shit playing game that then he also went missing twice in the first round and then got injured. He only really had the one good first round. I don't know. I, I I think you can say the injury was like seventy five percent of this. But I I mean you just look at LeBron. He just doesn't. He's not all there. Like he really did care a little too much about Space Jam for my liking. <laughs> uh, he really did. Like his his press conference <laughs> was. He didn't look upset that he lost. Honestly, um, he just said, "Yeah, I guess whatever." I, I do win. think. I do think so. I I know that that comment sounded incredibly cast, but I think that was a very smart basketball player knowing that death was near the second Anthony Davis went out. I think he knew he was cooked two games before that, before the actual axe came down. I think he knew it was over. Also, uh, what is wrong with this Lakers medical staff? Yeah. Uh, what did we say? Just, we said it last week. Just play without him. Yeah. Play like it he's really not coming back. It really would have been better. It really, it would have really been was like. You saw them in the second half. They were so much better. Yeah. They got very close, actually. To cu- they cut that lead down to six or four yeah, or something. Yeah, those are the moments I'm talking about where Schroeder yeah. really got in. Yeah, That yeah. first half did nothing for them. The first quarter, I mean, did nothing for them. It was horrible. Devin Booker cooked. He absolutely hit some cooked. ten threes or something. Yeah, hilarious. It was like, yeah. it wasn't even sensible. But like... If the entire game had gone the way the second and third quarter went, the Lakers they would have won in with they a would shot. Have won. Maybe could have won as well. Yeah, yes. yeah, I think so. Uh, it, poor, poor by the entire organization. Yeah. So let's talk about the organization and what they can do. All right, let's talk about this. Right, Schroeder, the person we were talking He's about. Done. Why, why I pivoted to him also. Uh, last year was fifteen million dollar a year contract. He is talking, I not max money, but he is talking a significant sum of money, which I don't you think the Lakers are going to give him above twenty. They yeah. gave him an. He gave him a multiple twenty, multiple year twenty million dollar a year deal. He I think it was eighty. More. He wanted yes. more than a hundred. Yeah, and he's so, not gonna get the eighty also now from anybody. Forget the Lakers. He's definitely not getting the eighty uh, because of a certain sum. So I, I personally think that they're gonna be shopping around for some. So if this run had gone well, right? If they'd maybe made the finals again, they lost to Brooklyn, fine, whatever. But made the finals again. I think maybe Shooter still had a shot of getting that contract back on the table at eighty, but now that's done. That's yeah. this this team He's, is not coming back in this form to, again. He needs to either sit with the twelve, or he needs to leave. I don't think they're going to give him anything more than twelve million a year. I don't think anyone's going to give him a hundred. Do you? Somebody might give him a hundred. The Hornets. I don't, <laughs> I don't you know. Spoken into existence. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. made it. Now the Hornets are going to get the Knicks. Shooter. Actually, have a few contracts coming off the books. I think so. They might even get. They could get him. I don't know. I think I think Knicks have other plans. I don't know. I don't know what that plan is. Uh, I'm looking at the free agents. Um, of course, Kawhi has the player option. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, let's run through the free agents, right? And let's and let's only look at this from a Lakers lens. Okay? Yeah, just get, just pick up the pertinent Laker free agent targets. Okay, like, just so just let's try that. I'm gonna I'm gonna just kick out uh, Kawhi Leonard. That's never gonna happen. I'm gonna kick out yeah. Chris Paul also. Because if the Suns have a really good run, he's so incentivized to go back. And the Suns yeah, have no incentive yeah, they want to, him back also. Yeah, to put him over a barrel, right? There's yeah. just one name. There's, there's, I'll give you my number one. Kyle Lowry. Free agent, 35. This but is the trade that should have happened in the what first they need. place. Absolutely. It's exactly what they need. I'm sure This they is can, what we talked about. They can this get is... him for probably 18 to 20, three-year deal. That I'm seems not fair. The, I'm not giving a multiple year deal. I'm giving him a one plus one. Uh, I think you'd have to give him at least a three, a two plus one. You'd have to give him at least a two plus one, because there'll be teams out there giving the two plus one. So then he can take that. This doesn't work on the Lakers timeline. It. They just need him for now. Who cares about later? You. You just gotta maximize two more Braun years. That's it. And then later you can figure out what the fuck you wanna do with AD. You got a super long timeline with AD. I'm saying they're gonna try a one plus one, or they're gonna give him two. And that's it. I don't think they're going to give him... Th- He's not, like, playing so well also, man, that he deserves three years. I think there'll be enough demand for him. I think the Lakers are desperate enough to land that dude that I think, okay, chal, fine, let's let's do two. But I think two is going to happen. Yeah, they can do two on 18. I can see that happening. Yeah. There's the second option. Nowhere near as good, uh, unfortunately, but... I still think with the right system, he's still he's still a very, very smart basketball player. DeMar DeRozan is also a free agent this year. 
Do you think that oh, and he's is going home. That could be option. fun. Yeah. yeah. As a second I've, option, I don't think it's bad. And no one, he's not going to cost Noe near as much. No, no. Uh, he's going to, I think he's going to be on a, actually, I don't know what his market value is, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, but right I, now he's on 28 million. Uh, but that's, that's, I think that that's gets, it. That was his last big contract. That he's gets not getting halved. Another one. I think that gets halved. I think a little less. I, yeah, I would 12. give him like seven or eight. Ooh, seven or eight. Hmm. I don't know. I think he's not some, scoring that much. I mean, he some, had a good sort of last month-ish. Actually, the, the this is the thing. His last three weeks were bad. He had a good spell in like March and April where he was doing all right. But like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel it's, like it's a he's not. One. He's trending downward, so he can't expect multi-year deals with lots of money. If he wants a multi-year deal, it'll be at that eight to ten range again. Yeah, I think I think ten for ten for two or three or three is not bad. He's thirty-one. Uh, yeah, you can give him ten for three. He's and definitely he, younger than Lowry. If he's a, if he's in a good situation, I think he can get his output back up. You know, I think if I was his agent, I would also try for for the fifteen, like you said. So let's yeah, see. There's a lot of there's a lot of teams that will be interested in him. So I don't think he sh- he needs to go to the Lakers. Um, All right. Yeah. Another option. Let's go down to number three. Mike Conley at that point guard spot. What do you think? I don't he's know. Also a free I, agent. I, it depends on how well the Jazz do. So, I think Sid, ho- we should hold off on him right now. Sid, also, I just want you to guess how much Mike Conley makes a year. Isn't he also a max guy? Yeah, he's 35 million, dude. Mike Conley yeah. is 35 yeah. million. Yeah. Well, oh if you're the God. Memphis Grizzlies, you pay that money, you know. All right. Um, last one. Sign and trade for Lonzo Ball. Okay, just wanted to get that out there and toss it out as quickly as it came in. And last, okay, child, one more, one more. Spencer Dinwiddie. You'll have to pay him. You'll have to pay him. He's got a player option for twelve million coming up next year. I don't know if Brooklyn are going to exercise. Uh, I don't think. I don't know if Brooklyn are going to welcome him with open arms, uh, since he would have no, if, if he wasn't injured. Go. Yeah, I if he wasn't injured, he'd been traded. Yeah. So what do you think for the Lakers, Spencer Dinwiddie? I I don't think so, man. Like he's not he's not gonna be ready in time. I, I it's, it's he's a good player, but like he'll be ready like twenty 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 two twenty three. Like you have yeah, to be realistic, yeah. right? Like he's not gonna be ready until like Jan twenty twenty three. I think before or around the playoff or sorry around the All Star break, he'll be he should be good to go then. You know? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I so promise this tough. is the last, last one. Oh, okay. Victor Oladipo. At this point, you shouldn't give him anything. So, yeah. <laughs> he got like six million a year. So he's not going to say yes to that. But yeah, I'm sure you could get him on some money. But I th- he's, that, that's I, not really a viable If I'm the, the uh, uh, Orlando Magic, Magic or the Charlotte Hornets, I'm throwing money at him. I don't Yeah, care. why not? Why not? Yeah. Because I, I think there was a bit, there's clearly a bit of an issue there uh, with the Heat that he scheduled a surgery just before the playoffs started. I, that's never a good sign. The Heat were clearly rolling the dice because yeah. this is a very Heat play, right? They were just like, let's see if we can rehabilitate him. If we can't, then we have free agent space and we're the best at free agency. So whatever. Yeah. And we've still got JB. We've still got Tyler. Like, it's just, I, it clearly hasn't worked out because whenever a player schedules a surgery before the playoffs, like that means it's done. They... I have to be real with you. I think Tyler Hero was... I think he's regressed to the norm a little bit. Mm. He's actually more closer wonder. to where he should be at this... No, no. I think he's closer to where he should be at this age. Um, And I think his bubble run was a little bit of an aberration. Like, I think we have to look at it like that. Yeah, I think the bubble run... There were a lot. Like, even Jamal Murray was way... Like, took many, many steps forward. I think that that yeah, later yeah. half of the Nuggets season, you kind of saw what Jamal Murray could do in a good team, which mm. probably could have been enough for a championship. I don't know. Uh, but that was more true representation of Jamal Murray rather than the bubble. And I think there's the same thing uh, for Tyler Hero as well in that last uh, last round. I think the Heat, all of the Heat overachieved. It was a great spot for them to be in. It worked with that team's culture. So I think the bubble was an aberration for sure. Uh, but not yeah. such an insane aberration that, that we're saying the team has no talent. Like I think, no, 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 not at all, yeah. not at all. But I think, uh, yeah, I think the Los Angeles Lakers away. have their work cut out for them. Uh, they have some moves. They have to make some decisions, and it's going to be pretty tricky. I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now let's move on from the Lakers to another team that has some insane 
a ton of decisions to make. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, uh, who have just, um, as of yesterday, um, decided to part ways with their head coach, uh, Stotts. Um, lots of uh, people already in contention, lots of names already being discussed. John C. Billups, uh, there's Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Mike Jason D'Antoni. Kidd. Uh, Jason Kidd uh, got thrown in by uh, Dame Lillard himself. Uh, yeah. So, now there's the coaching thing. Now, Lillard By the also- way, Stotts pretty much going to go to the Orlando Magic by the way. Yeah, well, Steve Clifford, yeah, uh, yeah. Steve Clifford so. is left from the Magic as well. So you're going to yeah. you're going to see some uh, musical chairs happening um yeah. with the coaching positions. But Dame Lillard also put up a post about how um how long can you keep waiting? There's there's a bunch of things for them to consider and none of those decisions will be easy, right? Because just the coaching change and I agree, Stotts has been there for a very long time. A coaching change may reinvigorate that team. But clearly, they need to make some moves around Dame Lillard. It can't go on with with just this CJ and Nurkic. They can't go back again, hoping for a different result. They've been kicked out of the first round again. Yeah, what's a what's a trade that's possible for them? You think while keeping keeping Dame Lillard, I I have some suggestions for you uh, on the flip side. I'm sure I've got do. those. Uh, but what do you think? Do you think it's possible right now? Do you think uh, CJ McCollum has? Any serious trade value to bring in an A guy or an A plus guy? I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh, so the the thing is, McCullum doesn't add diversity to Damian Lillard, Lillard's game in the backcourt. By that I mean, if you look at the backcourt that they're always compared to and always held as an inferior sum off, it's the Warriors' backcourt, and that's because Steph can't do what Clay can do, and Clay can't do what Steph can do. Whereas McCullum is kind of like a less, like a sort of inferior scoring version of Lillard. They're both bad at defense. And honestly, this team is so bad at defense. I don't even know what to tell you, you know. So McCullum is the culprit here for sure. Because you can't hide both of them, right? The Warriors always hide Steph. Because they have three or four other defenders that they can come in and like do his job for him. So, they need to do that to Dame. They need to really maximize Dame. And that means don't make Dame defend. Don't make people attack Dame because they have to. Like, they can, you know. And if they don't, they're not attacking Dame, they're attacking CJ. It's as easy. Like, CJ is a very bad defender. I mean, honestly, they're too small. I would not trade Nurkic. Because Nurkic plays very well with Lillard. So, that's very hmm. good. Whatever you get from Carmelo is fine. That's whatever. Uh, I like Norman Powell, like we discussed last time. So he's cool. I think we need to really talk about Covington and, you know, just stuff like that. I, I don't I, get it. I think the supporting, ca- uh, the supporting cast there definitely needs uh, a massive overhaul. But they need defense. Yeah. I think the thing is, D- Lillard can carry teams offensively. He needs... He can't do defense. They're always like the fifth worst defense, at least. You know, that's their best time. Like their best period is when they're the twenty-first worst defense. You know, like mm. it's absurd. Like what? What are you guys playing at? You know, and that's why I think that's why they took got rid of Stotts. He just never made this effort to make defense a priority. So I would I would trade McCollum, maybe an asset, maybe a young player, whoever it is. Get Dame a real wing player that he can do well with, okay? Uh, maybe just solidify this defense. Make it a more workman-like team, okay? Right. And have them just attack people when they can and lock down when they can't, you know? Uh, because Lillard will be able to grind out everything else by himself. Yeah, just just put four hardworking guys around one genius. That It makes sense. It makes sense. That's great. It's a great yeah. idea. Huh, now, will they actually be able to do that? That's a tough one because looking at... I think uh, they can trade McCollum. I don't know who they can get. Who but... they can get. I mean, that's the thing. Like, who's 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 a possibility? I I, I uh, credit to uh, this uh, this uh, piece of fiction uh, coming from the Zach Lowe podcast. Uh, Tobias Harris. Would you do Tobias Harris? No. That's a possibility because that's... I mean, those are the kinds of... It's the, it's the B-plus guys who are available across the board. Are they really changing? How many of those guys are even available? I would, those I would guys trade guys? McCollum for some of those Memphis guys. Hmm. That that also could be interesting. That could be interesting. Why not? Just yeah. get Dylan Brooks. Get um, 
get slow mo. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay, he's yeah. great. Like he's perfect. He's exactly what Lillard requires. They just need smart players who can defend and score when necessary. You know, like I really like Dylan Brooks. I think he's he's exactly the kind of guy you need on a championship team. Like if if a team trades purposefully for Dylan Brooks next year, I'll be like, okay, this is a smart team. Dylan yeah. Brooks is a Miami player. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like hmm. he, th- this is a kind of player you need. Like you don't need to replace McCollum. That's actually the thing. You need to. You're going in a different direction, so you don't need scoring talent. This team does not need scoring. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not saying they need a like-for-like replacement with McCollum. I'm just saying in that in that band of players, it's just such a narrow universe. And if they're doing, and if those players are doing so well, you don't need that band of players. You need. You need A role players. You don't yeah. need B plus starter players. You need that, A role players. Will that keep Dame Lillard happy though? It might. It might give them three plus wins. Get him the, four plus get him wins. the coach he wants. Get him the coach he wants. Jason that coach Kidd, will. Is Jason Kidd a good coach? Let's let's break this down. Is Jason? Kidd I don't a good think coach? so. But then you can. There's no evidence. Know, there's can, no evidence that he's a good coach. Get a good coach. Okay. Maybe don't get what Dame wants. Okay. Get a good coach. Get a coach that can put in a defense, that can in- influence the team with this with these role players, that can change the culture a little bit. Okay, uh, get rid of Enos Cantor. Uh, you know, get it, get bigs, like get people, get people who can be solid. Like the problem is, all of these guys are not big moment guys. There's only one big moment guy, and he's the biggest moment guy. That's why we get surprised when he loses. Yeah, you know. Before be- though, before we go go back to the on court stuff. Uh, can I make a case for Mike D'Antoni? He's been considered. The conversation is on. But um, who's, uh, aside from uh, Steve Kerr, who's done a better job with the with a two-guard heavy lineup than Mike D'Antoni? He's never, he no, hasn't won the championship for sure. But good man, idea. he had yeah. a good time with Harden. He made Harden an unequivocal superstar. Right? Then after that, it does because those three seasons, it doesn't matter if Harden never wins a championship. He was in God mode for those three seasons. If Dame Lillard has that kind of unlock power, okay, fine. It's ISOs. Maybe it's not that much fun to watch. It will be phenomenally effective. Why not D'Antoni? I think I think that's that's my pick. Like throw D'Antoni in there, keep McCollum. He might be I able mean, to get something out of McCollum. It's the opposite of what I'm saying, which is now you're going with more offense. <laughs> yeah, uh, the answer to offense is more off. The answer to uh, defense is more offense. Fuck it. That's what I'm saying. Fuck it. If you if you want to give this squad one more chance, because my thing is that I don't want to give this squad one more chance. They've had this is their third I'm chance. I'm saying hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> like it's their third chance with the same coach. Nothing has changed for this team for three yes, years. Yes, so change right? this team. Like that. But, why are you giving them give more Dan offense? Tony a chance. Give D'Antoni a why? chance. I mean, that, because why? Because I don't think you're trading McCullum for somebody who can keep uh, Dame Lillard happy. Dame Lillard's already unhappy. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to change anything <laughs> spectacular. The three role players coming in no, isn't like can. holy shit. See, the only thing I'm you can kicked. do. Okay, okay. So you're saying bring in D'Antoni and do what? Play the way D'Antoni plays, which makes guards incredible. Just go with that. But the guards Employ are the ISO system play. that you think Lillard can play better than this? I think you're mistaken, huh? He's not that good. Also, I think with more of that, and I don't offensive... think McCollum can. No, I don't think these guys can play better. Like you, I don't know why you think how much better five points better. I think I think we've only seen this combination under one coach. Let's put him under a coach where the, the guy has a proven track record of playing with two guards, two phenomenal guards. Okay, so how Maybe many points McCallum do you want them to score? Can you tell me like how many like? Let him go nuts. That's what I'm saying. Let's okay, let's have a like, little MVP season. Here's what I'm saying. Like if thirty-five going to a give, game. If they go, he's already at twenty-nine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's go 35 <laughs> like, a game. Let's at least get the MVP said. He's not going to. He's not that player. He's not a scorer on that level. He's not. He's a ball handler. He's a he's a he's he doesn't do this. I right? my my only thing is if you're gonna trade McCollum and you're not gonna if you're not gonna throw the asset bank plus McCollum, right? McCollum plus another salary in an asset bank to get a superstar back. Yeah, get um, okay, get Bradley Beal and then get Dan Tony. You could get Bradley keep, Beal. Don't keep bloody McCullum is what I'm trying to tell you. That's fair enough. Like, so, that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, Dan Tony's not s- solving anything. That's as, what I'm saying. So my, put. My, my argument is that if you're going to trade McCullum for a B-plus guy or a bunch of role players, I don't think that fixes Lillard's problem with this team. If you can trade McCullum for Bradley Beal, 
that's a whole other conversation. Lillard's that's a problem with this team is that this team cannot defend anything. It's not that I they can't score. They keep putting up 120. What's wrong with you? And they still lose. I, I get it. The, but the problem so what now? 140? Solved by, that problem is also a... It's a... How do I put this? It's also a, uh, an image problem, right? You're going to trade McCallum for a bunch of role players. You're betting everything on the win. Rather than, hey, Lillard, you had a problem with the team? I got you Bradley Beal. I got you an all-star. I got you second team all-NBA. You know he doesn't think like that. this, right? Like he he he's very happy if no other star joins his team. He's not that guy. Like he's not uh, he's I, not James Harden who wants a new star I, every year. Listen, I I would completely agree with you until that Instagram post went up. What is he puts? What is wrong with you? He puts up a cryptic bloody post every playoffs. This is not yeah, new I for think, him. Also, I think like he does this every year. I think this is a it's a. This was definitely bad, and it's definitely a continuing this, uh, continuing streak of losses. And other than that, one conference final where they also got swept. The dude has to think about whether he's ever going to win a championship. But that is there a fault. path to a championship? No, is there a path? One second. This, this is his fault. Like he keep he he's not put pressure on them, and then like he just says, "Yeah, I'll do whatever they say." And now, if he's gonna like subtweet and expect this team to change overnight because he. Subtweeted again, but it like, did. It did. It changed immediately as soon as he put that out. Well, I'm listen, sure. Listen, the, the they've been saying post... that they've been trying to fire him since April. The only reason they didn't fire him is because they went on an 11 and two run or something like that, where they went from like eighth place to fourth, fifth place, or something, sixth place. Yeah, yeah. He it's but... because he played super well that they couldn't fire him, and they can't fire a guy before the playoffs. They've been trying to fire him for from Jan. Or Feb or something. Yeah, but they did now, and uh, there are going to be more so changes. Were, I don't think that's just. It's just going to be like, okay, whatever, Dave, cool. We'll just keep this going with one more piece or a small change. A, okay. I think now that Dave said it out loud, Jason Kidd's probably going to come in there. Well, he's not said anything out loud. Uh, I I don't think. I think you're taking this to this one random Instagram thing very seriously. He does this every time he loses. Okay. I I think you can look this up for yourself if you want for your own personal knowledge. He always puts some dopey quote about how he can be better and how this team Nothing is not good enough. Nothing has ever changed in that team for five years. They've been they've been going out first round four out of those five years. No, Nothing's this past changed. year they had they actually did a lot of recruiting. I don't know what you're talking about. Like Nothing. this year they they brought a lot of guys in uh, that they weren't they didn't have before. They were running with like. Alfaro Camino and Mo Harkless and all, if you don't recall, and now they got actual guys like they got uh, 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 Powell and they got all these dudes in because they uh, Covington, the Covington trade. Remember we said that well, how did they get Covington? You know, so they it's not like they haven't done anything. Like I again, like this is the problem. They they always get these like players that are supposed to work. But the problem was the coach, so they fired the coach. But get a good coach, right? If you want to get Jason Kidd to keep Dame happy, how's Dame going to be happy if they lose anyway? I mean, uh, that, how's that's the that's the question, right? I that's the that's the whole problem of this. I don't think Jason Kidd solves any problems. I look, I, I don't think know. We're both if, in agreement there. Yeah, I don't think Jason yeah. Kidd solves any problems. So that and that's what I'm saying. That I think if they can, and we're also in agreement on the fact that if if McCallum gets traded for Beal, that solves a lot of problems. I I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that'll happen. But then, I don't know if but the then, you like... really do need to get the plan, like role player uh, thing, into shape. Like that's true. They, they they need to they need to make this team old overnight. They need to trade like Anthony Simmons, setup. and they they have to get rid of every young player and just get old dudes who can all play. Like that's the yeah. only way they can win. This team doesn't have. They don't have moves. That's the other thing. I don't know. Like what what assets do they have? Their their own no, picks are deeply average. Um, and they will they have, remain average as long as Dame Miller is on that squad. So there's yeah, no point trading and, for their. And picks. it's not like they have the next. They, it's not like they have good picks coming up. They have their own picks for the no, next. That's it. Three. That's what I'm saying. As long like, as Lillard's on that team, the, uh, they're never going to be a worthwhile pick. That those picks no, are and, always and, going to be mid to late. And the I think the the uh, did did the Rockets trade for Covington. I think they did. Yeah, I right? think it's, so. It they, was a, so the Rockets have their good first round pick, which is a later pick. I don't think it's even like 2022 or something. They got a yeah. 2024 pick or something. So, you know, like it's not like you can get the future picks from them. They they're already not giving them out. So, 
I don't know. I don't know what this team is going to do. I'm very concerned. I think we all are yeah. because um, this guy is literally one of everyone. It's like he's like everyone's favorite superstar, like se- or he's everyone's second superstar in the sense that everyone has like their favorite player, and then they have Dame Lillard as their second favorite. Whether player. whether he's anyone's favorite or not, there is no one that anyone agrees. So aside from maybe Steph in those last few seconds with the uh, insane three point, everyone agrees that Dame is the funnest player to watch in the clutch. Yeah, pretty that much. That is a that is ever since OKC, that moment you you can put on a statue for like a Paul George uh, leaping in to block him. You can put it's a that bad in shot, a Paul statue. George. <laughs> it's a Paul. It's a bad shot, George. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I I think he's one of the most phenomenal players to watch in the clutch. It is. It's just sad that we don't get to watch him on the biggest possible stage. We haven't seen him have a have a major performance in the conference finals. He's been there once, uh, but it was a it was a sweep. We haven't seen this, him in the finals. This this it's, game this game five game of his. Oh my god! It's that's what I'm saying. Like it's just it's it's one of those things where you're watching a Ke- uh, Kevin Durant uh, called it a spiritual experience. Yeah, it's insane that after a performance like that, the team lost. There's no there's no words for it. <laughs> like it's one of like, those things where if you showed like McCollum just that, turned the ball over with a walk. Yeah, he walked. There was no one around him. <laughs> he walked. Uh, it is um, that the fact that they lost that game is. I, if you know, if I'm Damian Miller, I can't. I can't even look at. I, I can't even look at CJ McCollum. Yeah, I can't even look at him. Like I'd have a tough time looking at anyone in that locker room. I'd just be walking around like just throwing shit. And then actually, friends. So I don't know what he's gonna do. Like, no, I mean that's the thing, right? Because after you put up a performance like that, the expectation is to win. There's no. The, all you have to do is fucking just do your bare essential job. Someone is putting in the performance of possibly the last 10 years. One of the top five performances in the playoffs in the last 10 years. Yeah. Aside from a few LeBron performances and a few Steph performances and like one clay performance. This is one of the performances of the playoffs in the last decade. And you have somehow managed to find defeat in this victory. That brings me to Dame Lillard trade. Are you ready? Yeah, why not? I texted Actually, this to you, you know, called me an I, asshole. But I, I, I know, but I also think that this might actually be the smartest thing for the Blazers to do. Yeah, I know. So that I was hoping you'd come around. I was hoping you'd, the trade would marinate in your brain for 72 no, hours. No, it's going to be terrible, but back. just tell me what it is so we can get it over with. <laughs> okay, it's a very simple trade. Um, it's basically Jalen Brown and stuff for Dame Lillard. I hate it. It's Dude, there's a lot of picks. There's a lot of picks from the Celtics. Which would be good, solid mid to late first rounders. Anybody, the Celtics picks don't even work for the Celtics. Celtics, true, but that's because Danny Ainge is not interested in mid to first, late round picks. He's not here. We know this, yeah. Yeah. But uh, look, it's a lot of uh, mid to late first round picks. It's Jalen Brown who is young. You can rebuild the team on the fly around a young player. You've got Yusuf Nurkic. You've got Jalen Brown. You can trade McCollum for some actually worthwhile picks, and that's a pretty decent rebuild that you're doing. You've got Jalen Brown. Such a bad team. It'll this suck is, for a few years, but they, this there's is a, hope. This is no. This is a team that can lose to the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. But that's that's the that's the fucking nature of the rebuild. It solves a shit ton of Celtics problems. So no, whatever, the don't fuck want to be thrown there. Whenever you're whenever you're competing with the Sacramento Kings, it's a problem. You have to <laughs> fail. Like you have to be like last when you're rebuilding. You know, so you can get the next pick, next first rounder. Oh boy, oh boy! So I'm just gonna take that as you wouldn't do that. <laughs> why? Like I, why? I, I, why I, I but I do, do think. That trade? But I, I do think that I, I don't think um, they're doing it for Beal. I think it'll have to be a much younger player. Does Does Bradley uh, with a higher not know how trades work? Because I feel I like no he doesn't idea. know. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't think he understands how trade demands work. Because you can do that, Bradley Beal. You don't have to suffer this fucking existence any longer. You can just say, I want to trade demand and I won't show up to work anymore. And they'll probably trade you, dude. Get the fuck out of there. What the hell are you doing? I love you, Russell Westbrook. But, uh, you know, you can have fun on your own time. You don't need to make Bradley Beal suffer next to you. I would argue that Russell Westbrook's stats would not drop an inch if Bradley Beal left tomorrow. It would make no difference. It would take him five years to notice that Bradley Beal is not on the team anymore. It's just... uh, Portland Trailblazers, man. Yeah, this is going to be... I think this is the team to watch in the offseason. I think it's them and the Mavs. 
um, both of them and the Clippers possibly. Uh, Lakers only that, really have. Uh, you think the Mavs would trade for Dame or what? <laughs> that would be insane. Like, there's no fit in the world where Luka Doncic and Dame Lillard. There's you. You have to split the ball in two. You would have to literally split yeah, the ball in two. There's that's no way. True. The usage uh, rates of that of those two guys yeah. would mean no one else can touch the ball, which is great because the third guy there is Porzingis, which would be fantastic. You know I'll tell you something. I really don't think they have the guts to trade Dame. Yeah, so, I don't think it happens. Let's just leave that. And I don't How think... How many years does he have left? Do we know? I will... I, I feel will like he has that. like two years left or something. There's enough so, of a contract where it becomes difficult to trade him. Uh, that is for sure. I think he's got more than two years. Um, that's what I would wager. So, so you, you don't trade <laughs> a superstar with three years <laughs> left. Dame's got one year left. Dame has one year left? One year left. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the five-year deal. The upcoming contract extension uh, is in the 40 million range. Oh, wait, sorry. He signed this extension. I'm so sorry. Uh, he signed it, right? He signed yeah, it. He's, My bad. He's marooned there. My he bad. He can't go he's, anywhere. He's a free agent in 2025. So they can't trade him. Forget it. There's just no. That way. You cannot trade a superstar on a full contract. Yeah. That's never, ever been done. Yeah, and he's Goodbye, on the... McCullum. Goodbye, Nokic. It's... Goodbye, Carmelo. Goodbye, everybody. It is the designated <laughs> veteran extension. So it's 35% no of cap, which means that no in 2024 chance. 25, he will be earning $48.7 million a season. Worth it. Ah. <sighs> Good God. I think they're signing Steph to another <laughs> veteran max, by the way. They will. I mean, they will. Uh, they have to. There's no way. There's no way that you can't sign Steph to a, to another max dude. It's just not. It would It would look horrific if they tried to battle with him on money, especially since he won his first championship on basically nothing money. They owe him okay, for those so, two seasons. So basically... We aren't trading Dame Lillard. There's no way you can trade that. Look, I know, I know, I suggested the Celtics trade, but there's no way the uh, the Trailblazers organization can get away with a trade like that. It's just it unless you happen. trade for Harden or something like. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like superstar roulette. I don't know what happens to Harden next season. Listen, like, superstar roulette is a real thing now. Yeah, it is. It's it not is. fictional quantity. But we just saw John happen. Wall trade for Russell Westbrook. Is that your idea of superstar roulette? <laughs> That's that's superstar I mean, Ulay G League. Is no, the is the Westbrook Wall Westbrook is a superstar? Like well, he is. Wall isn't. I mean, it was this. I mean, what's the problem with it is the the true superstar for superstar trade almost never happens. It just doesn't. It's okay, always. Okay, so what do we do now? Are, are we are what are we gonna do now? Where the where the trailblazers? What are we gonna do now? Oh, I, was, I had one last thing. Would you do it for Ben Simmons? No. Ah, come on, Sid. Be interesting. What is interesting about Ben Simmons? Are you stupid? Like he's Dame Lillard on the 76ers would be amazing. You have to agree. Would you give up more? So the Harden deal, if 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 reports be believed, the Harden deal fell apart over like a, a first round pick or a two first round picks, right? Would you give up that? I want a first round pick for every year I have Damian Lillard on contract. Wow. Yeah, the 76ers don't have that kind of an asset. Nobody has they spend that. it on Hofford? I'm not sure. <laughs> Trying to get rid of Hofford. I'm, look, that's what, but this is what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, he's on a full, full new no, contract. No, this is all nonsense. This is all nonsense. I it, None of this is realistic. They'll never get away with trading him. Are you insane? Everyone would get fired. The no, team would McCollum get sold. is going. I, I mean, put McCollum in the trading machine. See what happens. <laughs> like, get Lamelo. I don't know. Do something. Like... Lamelo is way better than McCollum. I'm I sorry. Can, look, I can get you Scary Terry. That's the best I can do. There's no way they're trading Lamelo for McCollum. That is never fucking happening. I, I would take Scary would Terry do, over McCollum. Would you do Gordon would Hayward? Actually, would you do Gordon Hayward and no. Scary Terry? Because then oh, for McCollum, yeah. Plus you'd have to get Sadie Fuller in. Oh yeah, fine. I would do it. You'd do it. Hmm. I would do it. That yeah. you know that could happen. That could happen because but they that's might. What I'm saying. I think it's. I would do it. Why not? Yeah. What's wrong with that? They have or, to put in a lot of salary. Throw, throw, throw McCollum into some Chicago Bulls lineups. Get some guys back. It's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It could be weirder. <sighs> like, there's a lot of guys we're not thinking about anymore because we just don't remember. Like, 
let me think like let, let, let's look at some of the other squads that are just generally just around with nothing going on okay we that haven't trades all... anything to the kings so forget that um who else who else would be good for mccullum i really do. i mean that's the i, I mean i would I, i think the pacers have some things i would take brogdon and and dono dono for mccullum and somebody i would somebody. do i would do brogdon and turner for uh, for mccullum i would do McCullum that mccullum and somebody else they need to give somebody good yeah, yeah, and they, some picks the, yeah they'll have to give up one of their other role players but i think i think that's a that's a fair trade i would do that one i mean it's too much for indiana but it depends maybe they can put something good in there i don't know like there's a lot of players on the market if you want to really dig through portland's stuff here yeah i just i just don't know where that number 2 is coming from it'll have to be like a two threes rather than number 2 for mccallum and so, i still get the kind of problem with it but yeah so here's the thing then finally portland next year is going to be amazing or terrible yeah there's no middle ground really no because they the, are in the middle ground yeah. and we're all done with it basically yeah it's a tough i mean that's they're the team to watch i think it's it really is it does come down to them uh the clippers will figure out what happens if they win the whole damn thing if they go to the finals and it's a different conversation maybe then nothing happens for the clippers for another year but the trailblazers the mavs they've got a lot to fucking figure out this off season so i think they they they're out now but they've got a shit ton of work to do um so yeah let's let's look forward to that uh yeah, tonight in just a few hours The Mavs and the Clippers will play game 7. It's the only game 7 of the first round. This is it's going to be fantastic. I'm fucking seriously looking forward to it. And yeah. we've already made our predictions on that one. We'll be back next week to talk about round 2. Uh Bucks and the Nets could be settled by then. Who the fuck knows? 7 yeah, days. Yeah, we don't know anything. It could it's be been, over. It, you know what? It's been a good playoffs. Yeah. That yeah. could be it could be over, it could be even. There's no fucking clue. It just it's insane. Um yeah. We're going to look forward to that. We'll see you next Sunday. Thank you so much for joining me, Sid. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.